Hey guys, Austin and Monica popping in here real quick before this episode gets going because we want to talk to you about something that we are going to be running throughout the month of May. We have literally talked to hundreds of people and asked them what the number one thing is holding them back from becoming a digital nomad and they have all answered with questions like this. How can I turn a new skill into a job that supports my travels? Or what do digital nomads even do for work? Where do I even begin? Or how can I actually make money online? So many people are lacking direction and clarity in getting started to work online. And this is going to lead to missed opportunities and what's known as analysis paralysis, which basically just means you're getting stuck researching and planning instead of actually taking action. The worst part of all this is that it's stealing away your precious time, time that you could actually be living your dream digital nomad life. Now we get it. Monica and I have been there before, and that's exactly why we created the Digital Nomad Kickstarter, which is this event we're putting on throughout the whole month of May, and it's designed to help any aspiring digital nomad just like you cut through the noise and find that clarity you need. For a month, we're going to be getting together. We're going to be doing trainings to help you evaluate where you're at, put together a roadmap so that you know what kind of work you can be doing online to kickstart your digital nomad dreams. And you know why we're doing this? It's because you deserve to not feel lost anymore. You deserve to get that freedom to go live adventurously and to have a life that's designed on your own terms. So for more details, go to austinandmonica.com slash digital nomad kickstarter or click the link below in the show notes. Hey, you guys, it's finally time. We are so thrilled to introduce you to our new consulting offer, the six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap. This is a program that's going to give you guidance on transforming your career into online work and becoming a successful digital nomad. This six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap is a one-on-one consulting offer that's going to help you avoid wrong turns, stay on track, and avoid feeling overwhelmed. We're going to help you find your passion, set clear goals, and make living as a digital nomad a successful and sustainable lifestyle. With our expert guidance, you can learn how to build a digital nomad career that allows you to work from anywhere in the world. We'll help you every step along the way too, from identifying your strengths to finding the best opportunities that match your skills and your interests. Don't wait any longer to start living the life of your dream. Sign up for our six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap today and get on the path to success. You can find more information and sign up at austinandmonica.com slash money-making roadmap. So let us help you transform your life and take it on the road. All right, let's dive into today's episode. Hey, you guys. I know today is not the day that we normally release our episode. We're coming in an extra time this week with a bonus episode. This is a special consulting service that we offer. It's called the Nomadic Journey Kickstarter. Today, we're meeting with our new friend, Redante, and you're going to hear us have a conversation with him about helping him decide what next steps to take in his business. We really hope that you enjoy this episode. If this is a service that you are interested in and you would like to come on our podcast for a free Nomadic Journey Kickstarter session, go to austinandmonica.com slash nomadic-journey-kickstarter. We're going to have a link to that below in the description, and we would love to have you join us. So let's jump right into the interview. Welcome, everybody. We are going to kick off our very first coaching call with our friend Rodante. We've been talking for a few minutes before we got started here. Rodante, we're going to actually go ahead and start by uh, just share a little bit about who you are and what you do. 
Hi, uh, my name is Rodante. I am a uh, web and digital consultant slash freelance writer. And uh, so what I do is I help organizations manage, redesign their websites. I also do email marketing. I also do digital marketing, stuff like that for organizations. On top of that, I also do freelance writing for content marketing companies, creating blog posts and articles for, uh, on for online products. That's amazing. So you're, you're a busy man, it sounds like. Um, that's what we're going to get into. <laughs> that's what you're here <laughs> that's for. The that's the goal what you're anyway. Here for. And tell us yeah. also, too, just so our listeners know, a little bit of your background with traveling and what your, what your, your drive is to want to be traveling. Yeah. I am originally, I grew up in the Philippines and we immigrated to the U.S. when I was 13 years old. And I lived in the U.S. for a very long time, uh, 30 plus years. And for the past 10, 15 years, my wife and I have been talking about going back to Asia, going back to the Philippines and living there. And it's, we, you know, it, logistically, it's been hard to make it happen until the pandemic. And then the, when the pandemic happened, the world shut down. Mm -hmm. We were able to accumulate enough funds uh, in about a year and a half or two years that a move became feasible. Mm -hmm. And so uh, summer of 2022 is when we pulled the trigger and made the leap to go back to the Philippines. So my travel goal really is not necessarily you know country to country region region to region but to get back to my filipino roots i love that yeah. that's got to be one of the most wholesome drives and motivations for traveling that i've heard in a long time and i'm really excited for you Bernandi. yeah and congratulations for making the leap and being there and starting your your filipino dream that's awesome uh, thank you so i gotta start with a question for you if we were having this conversation together again in six months from now, and everything had gone perfectly, the, exactly the way that you wanted it to go, what would that look like for you? Ah, it depends because I'm at a crossroads right now. Mm -hmm. On the one side is continue with entrepreneurship, continue with consulting. And uh, that story would look very different from what's on the right side. The other side is going back to my old life. Mm -hmm. working nine to five at a steady, regular job. Okay. And that's where I'm at right now because uh, the challenges I've been facing when I launched my freelance business. So, so okay. So, so the biggest question that you have today is how do you choose which direction to go in? Is that right? How do I choose exactly? And uh, is it worth it continuing on the one side? Or pivoting back to what's familiar and what's what's yeah. known. So if you were to try and project yourself into the future and look back on this time that you had to make this pivotal choice, and in this this future you that you're embodying, you've acquired this this life that you are happy with. Like in your heart, do you feel like there's an answer that you feel like there's is the right answer here that you're leaning more towards, but maybe you're afraid of it for certain reasons? It all depends on how much money I've got left and how much money we can live on until we can get income consistently coming in. Yeah. Because just my, the reality I face right now 
is we have a certain set of savings mm-hmm. left. Well, how do I invest it? Mm-hmm. Do yeah. I invest it in continuing this entrepreneurship, which I think has stalled a bit yeah. in reviving it? Or do I get a plane ticket, go back to the U.S. and yeah. uh, get a job? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I just want to assure you really quickly that this is something that everyone has to face. I remember very clearly having really hard conversations with Austin and trying to figure out, you know, is is pursuing a business worth it? Or do we want the stability a lot more? And especially as you're watching your savings drain, we were in a very similar situation as you were in. Uh, when we, I mean, we built up a savings and quit our jobs and we're like, well, we got to make it work. <laughs> and then, exactly. you know, for a while it, it wasn't working and it's, that's terrifying. And I actually think a lot of digital nomads or remote workers, entrepreneurs feel this. In fact, Austin and I have kind of mapped out a journey of what most digital nomads go through. And it's a four phase journey. And the first phase is kind of the daydreaming, right? Like you're like, wow, like this would be really cool if we can make this work. And then the second phase, which I believe is the phase that you're in, is kind of a business and travel experimentation phase where you've kind of had some success, you've tasted it, you feel like maybe you can go for it, but also you're not sure if you can make it sustainable, right? And there's kind of- This is like the hardest, I think this is the hardest phase. And this is the phase that most people get stuck in because- this is your future that you're talking about, right? And yep. that can seem so scary. And it feels, everything feels so permanent. It feels like whatever you decide has to be your forever, right? At this stage. Yeah. And also, it's not just me. I have a 12 year old daughter. Right. Yeah. You your know, family's counting on you. To go to school, you know, not just high school, college. <laughs> stuff like that yeah mm-hmm. and that's a big pressure i mean now that you've moved into the philippines and you're getting settled you've been there for a while you know looking back at and moving back to the states i'm sure is a really scary decision that's weighing on you that's right you shared with us your motivation your your why for traveling that's one of the first things that we often invite people to do because not a lot of people have have done that step and it sounds like you have you figured out what it is that's motivating you to want to be an entrepreneur, run an online business, and that's to reconnect with your family, reconnect with your roots. So do you feel like if you were to go back to the States or get a a job as an employee with somebody, would you still have that possibility to pursue? Like, Would you still be able to pursue that and still be able to um, accomplish that why for you? Probably, but in a different way. Mm-hmm. Like what would happen probably is instead of living full time in the Philippines, I'd be visiting, but more frequently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Another thing probably would be I would build more while I'm there on my skills, more savings, more business connections, so that when round two of going back to the Philippines comes in. You know, we go back, but with a steady clientele already, steady source of income already. Right. Instead of uh, what we did on round one, which is completely start fresh. Yeah. Yeah, that totally makes sense. So it sounds like from what you're telling us that there's really no wrong answer. Like you'll be happy and you'll make it work either way. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. Okay. So I guess the first thing to say is uh, we're not going to be able to make this decision for you. 
uh, right? Yeah. Whether whether you continue with entrepreneurship or whether you find a remote position or go back uh, to the States fully and then travel, you know, periodically to the Philippines, that's going to have to come with a lot of self-reflection, probably lots of pros and cons list. But what we can do is offer you a couple steps for uh, the path of entrepreneurship. If that's what you choose to do, we have some action items outlines that we can give you to make that process a little bit easier and a little bit, give you a little bit better chance of succeeding at that if that's what you decide to pursue. Oh, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. And I just want to take a second and let you know that nothing here is permanent, right? So you can you can start building your business in the Philippines and maybe get get some really good success and decide you want to move back to the States because you want to, or you know, you can turn it off and turn it on, you know, as you want. So that's kind of the nice thing about this lifestyle is that you are in charge. You are the guy who gets to call the shots, which is so exciting. That's right. Will you explain to me a little bit more about what it means to be a web and digital consultant? Ah, yes. What I do, basically what I did was my previous jobs were as a digital communications manager for organizations. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was manage the organization's website. I did the, I managed their email marketing campaigns. So using MailChimp to send out newsletters, compose newsletters, send them out. I populated websites with content. I also organized content. So that, you know, and these are like large content rich websites with like hundreds and even thousands of pages. Yeah. And uh, I work with like content management systems like Drupal and SharePoint and WordPress. And uh, what else did I do? I led web redesigns for organizations like Save the Children, for example. Mm. Yeah. Or, uh, yep. And so I thought that my skills would be pretty portable. Mm -hmm. When I, if, you know, I can just duplicate my job, but I'll be a solopreneur. Yeah. So tell me, Redante, tell me if this sounds accurate. To me, I kind of get the feeling that in your previous work, you had a lot of job titles and you did kind of a lot of different things and you were very good at those things, but it sounds like you're trying to carry over all of the same job descriptions into your solopreneur endeavor. And it seems like it might not be successful because you're trying to do too many things for too many people. I think, I think you've hit uh, upon uh, the, the, the point. Yes. So my suggestion would be, and I think this is a really common mistake. Uh, Monica and I have also been in that position where we feel like if we offer more things, then we're more likely to get people to work with us because whatever it is they need, we have, right? But yep. the reality is, if you try and do everything for everyone, you're actually going to end up doing nothing for anybody. So you really want yep. to become known, especially because it's just you right now. You're a one-man team. So you really want to become known for one thing and be known for doing it really, really well. So Yeah. Of, that, yep. So I think yeah, out that's of... That's where I'm struggling. Mm-hmm. Because in the web, the world of the web, I'm not a designer. Mm-hmm. I'm not a developer. I'm more of the person who gets your website running after it's already built mm-hmm. or the person who leads the build of a new website and manages a team that does so. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm having trouble envisioning, okay, what is it mm-hmm. that I can do if I'm not a developer or a designer? 
Well, there, I mean, you have tons of really great skills and there's a couple of things that immediately came to mind. Just a couple of examples of things you can do is instead of marketing yourself as a web and digital consultant, you can, you can market yourself as a project manager. And that just, do you see how that feels different? And so now I'm like, okay, I need someone to really help me organize my business. It's growing really fast and I need somebody and you're that guy who can do it because you've, you've managed teams. Another thing you can maybe specialize in would be like email marketing. That is so big and I can't tell you how many businesses hate doing it. <laughs> and so if that's something that you really enjoy and you're good at, become the email marketing guy that people are looking for. Does that make sense? And so I think that that leads really nicely probably into your action item. It does. So our suggestion for you for this next week is get a piece of paper or a whiteboard or something and just make a huge master list of all the services that you could provide. All the things you've done in your past jobs that you feel like that you feel at least semi-competent in offering some things that you could provide for clients and just brain dump all of it. Take a look at that list and narrow it down to no more than like two probably. And think of if you had to do just two of these tasks, which two do you feel like A, you have an interest and a passion for, B, do you have the skills to do, and C, is a need that somebody would pay you to do. And once you find something on that master list that fits all three of those items, narrow down on that. Put your blinders on. Forget about all the other things that you could do, even though you have those skills. Put those to the side and focus on that one. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I, you know, uh, it did strike me that what I do is project management. And mm -hmm. so how come I did <laughs> <laughs> but did not think before. <laughs> like, what the heck? Yeah. Well, sometimes you just need some outside eyes on your business for sure. It's it's beyond helpful to get a, an objective perspective on, on what you're looking at. Yeah. One thing, though, it, I do know a little bit about the world of project management. And a mm -hmm. lot of them require like certifications mm -hmm. that cost thousands of dollars, like PMP, mm -hmm. if you, you know, agile. Yeah those types of things. And I don't have those. Yeah. I got two, two thoughts on that. A, I think that depends on who your target audience is. You'd be surprised at how many clients you could actually acquire with the skills you have without an official certification. Most people don't care if you're certified at, you know, at XYZ, they just care that you can get the job done. But if your target audience is somebody who does care about that, and you're going to have to figure out if that's your audience or not, invest in those certifications. If that's if that's what you decide you want to do and you want to serve the, you know, a certain group of people that want that certification, then then invest in yourself and put that money towards the certifications that you can then put yourself along further on that path. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. So I know we've kind of led you with we left you with an action item already, but I want to also encourage you to go back through all your previous employers because I was looking through your website and you've worked with a lot of really great companies and see if you can get any portfolio samples of you in a project manager role and testimonials from those companies because that is going to boost your marketing so much because it's providing social proof, showing people that you can do what you're offering and you've done it before and you've done it excellent, excellently <laughs> for these companies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My website actually has a portfolio section, mm -hmm. but I only have one testimonial because I never thought about, you know, some of these projects are years ago. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I would encourage you if you feel like if you feel like that relationship is still there or that you know you still have contacts there to reach back out and ask for a testimonial yeah. and then maybe even some referrals because if these are the kind of companies that you want to be a project manager for just you know freelance at this point they might have other other companies or know people in their fields who are looking for a project manager with your skills that you already have. And it sounds like you are yeah. killing it at your previous job. So it shouldn't be a problem to get a stellar testimonial from some previous employers. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how how's that feel, Rodante? Does that feel like you've got a, a clear path to move forward with and some things you can do this week to kind of clear the mud gives, for you a little bit? Yeah, it gives me something, yeah. It gives me something to to really to really think about and to really consider, you know. It's like, uh, yeah, it does. But what I'm going to have to really define is my target audience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because like, you know, like if you look at the current version of my website, my target clientele are organizations. And so I have to figure out what do these organizations, these types of organizations require of project managers? Do they require someone with a PMP? Mm -hmm. Or is someone with a solid base of experience good enough to, to, for them to hire? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you've got it, my friend. Yeah, once you figure that out, it'll be a lot easier to know what to do next. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so excited. I feel like you you have so much potential and your business is really going to take off once you really get grounded in, in what you're offering, kind of narrow that down and then who you're offering it to and figure out how to market to them, getting some good client testimonials, some good social proof. It's really going to take off from there. I'm so excited for you. And we're fully expecting you to return and report and uh, let us know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Definitely, definitely. I mean, we've been chatting on Facebook, so definitely feel free to reach back out to me anytime. We are here to support you. Thank you. Do you have any other questions for us or anything else we can answer for you? Um, no, I think you answered the burning question that I had, which was about something off with the fundamentals of my business model mm -hmm. is what I was what I was wanting to get at. Awesome. Great. All right. For our audience who want to want to connect with you and get to follow your journey, how can they find you? They can find me on LinkedIn or they can go to my website. I am at redantedigital.com. Perfect. We'll make sure that link is down in the show notes as well so the listeners can find it there. Yeah. LinkedIn is where I'm most active as far as social media. Okay. So yeah, if you're interested in uh, what Rodante is doing and uh, want to get connected with him, go check him out there, you guys. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. We really hope that you found today's episode informative, valuable, and that you were able to find some actionable insights to apply to your life. If you're interested in taking your career on the road and becoming a digital nomad, then we invite you to explore our newest consulting offer, the six-week Digital Nomad Money-Making Roadmap. This program is designed to guide you through the process of transforming your career into online work and living a successful, sustainable, and location-independent lifestyle. With our years of digital nomad experience, we will help you identify your passions, set clear goals, and find the best opportunities that match your skills and interests, all without getting overwhelmed. 
So don't let the fear of taking a wrong turn or feeling lost hold you back any longer from living the life that you've always wanted. Sign up today for your six-week digital nomad money-making roadmap at austinandmonica.com slash money-making roadmap and let us help you turn your aspirations into a reality. Thanks again for joining us on this journey and remember to stay curious, stay adventurous, and stay connected.